0: Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last. And we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room. When they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone, they cry for joy. Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272. Or AustinPayingDoctor.com. Live and local, every afternoon, two to four. This is Mark Melinda and Ed on News Radio KLBJ. Call or text them at 512-836-0590. It's really beautiful to hear you speak the truth about things. Now, Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Hi, Melinda. How are you?
1: I am doing fantastic, sir. How are you?
2: Doing well, thank you. What do you say, Ed? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Looking forward to a little gentle rain tomorrow, but today's been a good day so far. Excellent. We've got
3: Tate here producing. Thank you for joining us. The White House is trying to return fire, Melinda.
1: They are doing their best to try to claw out of a hole um, that they got Into with the special counsel, hers report that came out yesterday and then the disastrous Mm. rushed press conference. I think that's what they were calling it by Biden last night.
3: Painful. So White House counsel Ian Sams was rolled out. They've rolled out Vice President Harris as well. To tear into special counsel her, what's the setup on this soundbite of the White House special counsel?
1: Well, I think it's it's much of the message that we're going to start to receive, and it was something that uh, Harris said as well, is that this was politically motivated uh, in a sense of adding in the stuff about Biden's memory loss when what we should have taken away from this was there was nothing illegally done.
4: For the past few years, Republicans in Congress and elsewhere have been attacking prosecutors who aren't doing what Republicans want politically. They have made up claims of a two-tiered system of justice between Republicans and Democrats. They have denigrated the rule of law for political purposes. That reality creates a ton of pressure. And in that pressurized political environment, when the inevitable conclusion is that the facts and the evidence don't support any charges, you're left to wonder why this report spends time making gratuitous and inappropriate criticisms of the president.
2: I don't believe it was gratuitous at all or inappropriate at all. I think the special prosecutor's team was stating the fact. The man does not remember when he was vice president. Sadly, he didn't remember when his son died and his memory is worse than it was when they first took the first deposition about this and I'm still shocked that they're giving Joe a free pass on this but it's not politically motivated I think it's just fact.
1: Well the that they're saying it's a two-tier Republicans are pointing at a two-tier system and they're the ones going after the prosecutors for political purposes. It's stated in there Biden willfully retained and disclose to outside sources as a private citizen information that he should not have had and most definitely should not have shared. So to say that it proves that there should be no charges, Mm. no. A lot of us are saying it proves there absolutely should be charges. And the reason that they added anything about Biden was to say why they didn't bring forth those charges.
5: Yes,
3: Merrick Garland and her knew from the beginning of all of this, they would not end up recommending charges against Biden. But they had a problem. They found the evidence that proves he committed felonies with regard to the classified documents. So how do they justify not recommending criminal charges? All they had was to say, he's too feeble. He's got a bad memory. We won't convince a jury to go after him. They had to come up with a rationale for not recommending criminal charges. Mm-hmm. And this is it. That's all this they is, had. And the White House needs to stop whining because they dodged a major bullet here. Biden should be facing criminal charges
2: because he willfully retained and disclosed to others the classified You're right, Mark. They should just be shut shut, shut up about this because he could he could and should be stand trial for this. Donald Trump is going to be standing trial for this and uh I, I think the more they talk about this, the more they parade Kamala and other Democrats out there, members of the administration, the worse it's going to get for Joe Biden. And last night, that hastily called news conference. Oh, Lord, man. Oh, man. They need to put him in the bunker, put him in the bunker, because uh, he's I personally think, Mark and Mel, I expressed this earlier today. Some friends, I think behind the scenes, Democrats are going, uh oh, we better get somebody in there really, really. Quickly, Newsom Mansion, whatever. Get what the somebody. heck have they
1: been doing before this? They all knew this. Again, of course, this I know.
2: I know they've known this. This was a this is blockbuster a cru- is a crucial, revelation
1: to all of us.
2: This is a crucial time, and they're getting blowback everywhere on this from the special prosecutor. This is someone who Mark just said gave him a free pass, saying uh, or gave him a free pass because he's an old man and doesn't remember anything. This is just getting worse and worse and worse
3: page 208 of her final report 2017 Biden's memory had significant limitations in 2017 conversations with his ghostwriter Mark Zwanitzer, are often painfully slow Biden struggling to remember events straining at times to read and relay his own notebook entries Mm. so the Democrats knew in 2017 he was not fit to run, not fit to be president, but they pulled off a masterful fraud on America. They got this guy elected.
1: Well, and here's the thing. Since then, we, we, we've seen for ourselves, as much as they have tried to hide, uh, we can see for ourselves. And so now here you've got it in a legal documentation. I know that they're going to say, well, her was a MAGA guy, and you're already seeing that. He's a MAGA guy. He was appointed by Trump. Um, And then they're they're criticizing him, saying it's just so despicable that anybody would say anything like that against Biden. And it's just it's amazing to me to have that White House advisor come out and say it's the Republicans that always talk about this two tier system when they're the ones that are bringing it. Well, because this is exactly what we're talking about. We have two individuals, one who we can debate whether or not had the authority to do so, but definitely had it way over the other person. Yes. And the other person is not getting charged at all.
2: At all. And the excuse they used was that uh, President Trump did not, did not uh, cooperate. Quickly, quickly cooperate with the, with the documents.
3: Well, let's, let's compare notes on that. The record shows Biden knew in 2017 that he had classified documents in his possession, should not have had them. And yet he held on to them all the way up until someone leaked to the news media that he had classified documents right before the 22 midterm elections. So he knew for years he was illegally in possession Mm. of classified documents. That's not fully cooperating. Mm -mm -mm.
1: Well, and I'll even add in there, yeah, they gave over the ones that were in the office. They didn't do anything with the search in Delaware. Those were found after someone was sent in to search his home for him, not his people.
3: The White House should uh, say, we're willing to have all of the recordings released. Let the public hear the recordings. If he is fit to be president, let us hear the recordings between Biden and the ghostwriter. We can make up our mind, but there's a problem. The ghostwriter destroyed some of the audio files.
1: And let's look at that. He's not been
2: charged. He has not been charged. I mean, I don't
1: know what charge there would be, with the exception of it was reported he destroyed them after he knew an investigation had opened. So that would be maybe destruction of evidence, but... Again, no charges there. And I don't even have to hear the recordings of this. I think it was on display last night. As sad as it was, and I hate that he is having to do this, especially with his son, but even as he was trying to make the point that no one needs to tell him that his son has died, he struggled with remembering Mm. what it was that he wore around his neck and where it came from.
3: Mm. Here's one point last night where the media are uh, pointing out to President Biden, the special counsel says that you did discuss your classified documents with your ghostwriter. And those conversations have been recorded. They were reviewed by the special counsel's team. How do you respond to that, Mr.
5: President? I did not share classified information. I did not share it. with
6: your with your my ghostwriter. I did not
5: guarantee you did not. The what the re- Council said well, no, he did not say that okay. he did not say that. Mr. President, but, well, let, let me answer your question. The fact of the matter is what I didn't want repeated. I didn't want him to not, and I didn't read it to him was I had written a long memorandum to president Obama, why we should not be in this in Afghanistan. And I was of uh, this uh, multiple pages. And so what I was referring to, I said classified, I should have said it was should be private because it was a contact between the president and the vice president as to what was going on. That's what he referring to. It was not classified information in that document. That was not classified.
1: But didn't the report say that he read from the classified yes. documents yes. verbatim yes. to the ghostwriter? Yes. Yeah, okay, I guess. And they
3: have the recording of it. Mm. That's one of the files that was not destroyed by the ghostwriter. All right, we'll get into your comments, your calls, your text messages coming up. Here are the numbers, 512-836-0590. It's 212, Mark, Melinda, and Ed.
0: Mark Melinda and Ed are on your radio at 99.7 fm or 590 a.m and you can stream the show live on your digital device via the free news radio KLBj app mm.
3: 216 thank you for joining us We go to Daniel in North Austin good afternoon Daniel welcome how are you
5: I'm doing good sir. thank you for taking my car. I think you all do wonderful work
3: Thank you Daniel. what do you make of all of this Daniel
5: I got four or five quick comments one is They should file charges on the the staff members for uh, elderly abuse. That's number one. The second one, they're going to hide him from now on. The third, it'll be Michael Obama, I mean, Michelle Obama running for president. And fourth, how can anybody believe that they're going to elect Joe Biden with this state of mind? I mean, I feel sorry for the man.
2: But well, they let, right. let me, Daniel. They they think they are going to elect Joe Biden because of the hate for Donald Trump. But right now, let me tell you, I, I I'm I'm with you. It's elderly abuse. Someone, you know, shame on that family. Shame on the Biden family for putting that old man through all this. He should be back, and she be should be retired. And the G- Democrats should at two seventeen this afternoon say, Joe, you're out. We're going to find somebody else. This is not good for the country. Mark made a comment yesterday. It's not only not good for the country, it's dangerous for this country. Dangerous.
4: Yes.
3: Yes. Daniel, thank you. Have a good one. 512-836-0590. This is Andy on 183. Good afternoon, Andy. Welcome.
7: Hey, love y'all's show, you know. Hey, so um, the only way they can get rid of Joe... As if they enact the 25th Amendment, and if I understand that correctly, the vice president and over 50 percent, half of his his cabinet would have to agree that he's unfit to serve. And if that happened, it says I think the 25th Amendment says the vice president immediately becomes president. And then the president has a few days to rebuff that. And at that point, um, you know, uh, the Democrats are in a little bit of hot water there because that means the closest advisors to Biden, half of them have said he's not competent. And and so he can either decide to resign then or fight it, and uh, you know if he fights it, you know there's this big chasm there in in uh, the Democrat Party, with with potentially uh, you know Kamala Harris being the next lead uh, in the party, but that does allow them to get to a brokered convention, so um, then they can pick whoever they want to at that point in time. So. If he fights it, I mean, it goes to Congress, and Congress by I think two thirds votes or three quarter vote in each house has to decide whether or not Biden remains the president. Uh, So, which at that point I think it's pretty clear that there wouldn't be two thirds that overturn. You know, that should be partisan, but he would he would stay president as far as what I understand when reading it. But yeah, if they do do that though, they can get to a broker convention legally. And, uh, and show deep concern for his, his diminished mental capacities and how that would be affecting the policies of the United States. And
1: here's where I stand. And they need to all stop playing the games. Either the man is fit or he's not. If he's not, you need to tell him, Joe, your time has come and gone. We are going with someone else. And I do not think that there is any desire amongst anyone, Democrats included, for Kamala Harris to step up and take that position. I think
2: you're exactly right. If anybody's going to take that position, it's going to be Joe Light, and that's Gavin Newsom, a younger, prettier
7: version of the policies of Joe Biden. But the fact of the matter is, Joe Biden is the president, and until he decides he's going to relinquish that position, you can't just go in there and say, hey, you're done, Joe, get out. You just can't do that. There's a procedure in place to remove him.
3: Andy, thank you very much. I just can't see the Democrats using yeah. the 25th mm. Amendment. It's too messy for them. Yeah, And Biden does not want to step aside. Watch mm. him last night at that news conference. He said, I'm the president who brought this country off of its knees. I'm doing a great job. Mm. In his mind, he thinks he's doing an awesome job for america
1: well he showed his memory lapse again he brought us to our knees not off our knees Mm. uh so memory slipping there again too and you're absolutely right the democrats would not be out parading today that that report is not in reality that's one of the statements that i have heard or they say oh i've had very difficult conversations with biden on very um confidential, important topics, and he doesn't present himself that way. They would not be out there all claiming that he is, you know, top of his game if they were planning to say, okay, it's time to invoke the 25th Amendment.
3: Let's go to Rick in Pflugerville on KLBJ. Good afternoon, Rick. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Yes, welcome. What are your thoughts? Gonna, I was just
6: going to—I was just going to make an observation about Joe Biden and the fact that he's not a real good mouthpiece piece for President Susan Rice.
3: Yes. Uh, any other points, Rick?
6: I think that's about it because I think we know that she, she's the one calling the shots. So, and that in her, and she's a direct connection back to Obama.
3: Yes. Yes, she is. Uh, I would
1: say it's just Obama himself. I saw today, and I have no idea why it's trending back again on on X. It was an interview that Obama did uh, with CNN where he said, I would most definitely consider a third term if I could sit in the basement and give someone an earpiece, and they did all the work. But I I was in on everything, and I was just telling them what to say and how to do it. I think that's exactly where we are in now.
3: Yes, and have been from the beginning Mm -hmm. of the Biden presidency. Rick, uh, where do you see all of this ending up? Well, I see it
6: becoming very messy, and I don't, I don't see it ending well for pretty much anybody, including the country.
3: Thank you, Rick. You have a good one. 512-836-0590. It's
2: not good for the country. It is not good for the country. And, Mark, well, let me say it again. His point yesterday, it's dangerous. This man, Joe Biden, and I'll say it, and people get mad. God bless the man. He's got the switch. He's got the keys. He's got all the things right there to change the course of everything for all of us.
3: Let's go to Tony in Northwest Austin on KLBJ. Hi, Tony. How are you?
4: I'm doing well and thanks for taking my call. I, I have to say I agree with everything everyone has said, including y'all. You know, we're, we're looking at the abyss here and as, as bad as Joe is, I, I, you know, to think about this a second, the next in line is Kamala Harris. And in the thought of that individual as the president of this country, as strange as this may sound, is even scarier than Joe Biden for me. I I don't think this country has ever been in a position like this where the sitting president of the country was not did not have the capacity when he was elected, and that's why he was hidden away. Yes. And to think that we have gotten to this point three and a half years later. Um, I really, I, I think everybody's expressed the same thing. This is the most frightening period of time where you've got Iran just right there with a nuclear weapon. You've got Russia and you've got China. And they're all looking at this country and this president realizing we are incredibly vulnerable as a country.
3: And Tony, all all of those countries recognized Biden's weakness immediately as soon as he took office, and that emboldened them. That is why we have the Ukraine mess. We have China licking Mm -hmm. their chops over Taiwan. We have the Middle East on fire. They all recognized it.
1: And I'm sitting here looking at headlines from across the world in Australia. Joe Biden's confusion in chief. Rage of an elderly man with poor memory leads the free world. Uh, you've got a UK outlet saying Biden hits back at memory loss claims in a fiery speech before making yet another glaring
4: gaffe.
1: I mean, this is this is how they see them as well. That's not us. This is elsewhere in the country.
4: Yeah. Now, it's the timing of this. I think personally could not be any worse. And you look at. And so now the Democrats have again, you know, they look. Let's put it this way: they cheated with with Trump in the first place, with 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 Hillary Clinton. The whole deba- that, that whole Russian, you know, the whole Russian Gate, um, and the steel dossier was an absolute farce. And our government, our government, took that and ran with it to undermine Trump. Then the next election. The entire social media and left-wing media completely buried the, the laptop story. So that's two That's two times in a row that the Democrats have cheated.
3: All right. Uh, thank you, Tony. Uh, Biden likes to talk about threats to democracy. Tony just outlined two enormous threats mm-hmm. right there. Robin is in Bastrop at 225. Good afternoon, Robin. How are you today?
6: Good afternoon. Nice to talk to you guys.
3: Thank you. What are your thoughts
6: well, I think the Democrats have two major problems. Number one, Biden is incompetent, and he's nearly obviously unelectable because of it. And number two, Kamala Harris is also unelectable because she's a raving idiot. And so the consequence of that is they can't pull the 25th Amendment on him right now, because if they do, Kamala, by def- default, becomes the leader of the party right. and then guarantees the nomination. So what they're going to do is they're going to wait until the convention, and then they're going to make Biden pull out. That makes all the delegates at the convention that are assigned to Biden free range, and they can elect whoever they want. Them.
2: It's a dangerous. It's, a, it's a dangerous. It's a dangerous deal because that would come so late. That would become late summer, and I believe it would be very difficult to for Gavin Newsom or somebody else. Uh, to campaign effectively before November. I may be totally wrong about that, but that comes late.
6: So that's why they're going to pull a wild card on you. They're going to do Oprah or <laughs> uh, Michelle Obama or you know somebody that, that has name recognition and is well-known to the public but doesn't have a lot of negatives on it.
2: Taylor Swift?
3: Robin, thank you. Have a good one. We invite your comments. Calls and texts at 512-836-0590 with Mark, Melinda, and Ed.
0: Enjoy the podcasts of Mark, Melinda, and Ed at your convenience. You'll find them on NewsRadioKLBJ.com.
3: Biden officials are telling CBS News and Axios News that they were given the opportunity in advance to talk special counsel Robert Herr out of including mentions of Biden's bad memory in the final report. And they were furious yesterday when the final report came out and the recommended deletions did not occur, that Herr did not follow their advice and remove all of the passages on Biden's bad memory. The
2: special counsel is the special counsel. He or she as a special counsel should be untouchable Highly inappropriate for the White House to come in and say, oh, please take this out or tell the DOJ. No, the special counsel is the special counsel. You've got to live what's in that document.
1: My question is why did the White House get the first exclusive on this, a chance to look over it? I saw some reports yesterday um, that the White House did not want to redact anything. Why was that even a possibility? Uh, Again, this was a report on the person in the White House, in the Oval Office. Why does his administration, his counsel, get a chance to look at it? It should have just been turned over to whether it's the DOJ, Merrick Garland, or straight to Congress. I don't understand why anyone in his party or in in his his advisors or councils got the opportunity to look this over and then even suggest the corrections or what they wanted taken out.
3: Biden was the focus of a federal criminal investigation. And yet his people are saying they got an advanced look at the report and lobbied the prosecutor to remove certain items. APD does not ask a suspect if they'd like to see the arrest complaint and make modifications before they release it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me why. They got that opportunity. Is it strictly because they're, I, they're, I, I don't know? They're why in control they got of the that. White
2: House. They they're in control of that branch of office, and they've got but the ear of Merrick should, Garland. They
1: keep telling us that they're not a part of any of this, and yet here they are putting themselves right in the middle of this. Either this is completely fair, and it is not a two tier system, or it or you don't sit and say, well, you need to remove this. We would like to see this out of your report and this out of your report. I, I don't understand how that's even, why it was even available to them. I really don't.
3: It's completely inappropriate. You're right on every point. 512-836-0590. Tommy is with us in South Austin on KLBJ. Hi, Tommy. How are you?
8: I'm doing fine. Love y'all Thank you. Hey, listen, I think what they're going to do, the Democrats, are they're going to pull a rabbit out of the hat, pull Michelle Obama out of the woodwork, and offer her the, the, the nomination for presidency, and she will jump at it despite, you know, previous moanings from her that, no, 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 she doesn't want to run, she doesn't want anything to do with it, but, yes, she'll jump at the, at the idea, because then that would essentially... If in fact Obama is running things from behind the scenes through Rice, this would be his third term. And if Michelle Obama, God forbid, should be elected president, then that would, um, uh, by default, I guess, in in the behind the scenes, give President Obama, former President Obama, a fourth and a fifth term at
2: presidency it, you're right it, it's it, it would be it would be never-ending never-ending deal yeah, and you're right I it's mean, it, it it's it's Obama people mixed with Biden people who control this administration it's just this man God love him cannot do that he's 81 years old he he has to have yeah. constant Constant recommendations by these people. This is the right thing to but do. But I would argue that's exactly
1: what they were looking for: someone who would not stand up on their own, or could not stand up on their own, and would just take the direction.
2: I don't think that. I don't. I. I think he's gone downhill so quickly.
1: No, he. He was already. He was already there, and they said this is. This is the person we can use. Mm.
2: Mm. Yeah, the uh,
3: special counsel's report, page two oh eight, mm. says in twenty seventeen. Biden's recorded conversations with his ghostwriter are often painfully slow. Mm-mm. Biden struggling to remember events, straining at times to read and relay his own notebook entries. That's 2017.
2: That is. You're right. That is. That's three in. years yeah. before the 2020
3: yeah. election. Right. And the, the big shots in the DNC knew it. Mm. They were well aware of it. That's why they ran the basement campaign.
1: Absolutely. They knew that he was not up to the rigors of doing any campaigning. I saw that there was a Democrat representative that was on CNN this morning that says um, he agreed that last night was <laughs> was not good. But he also said um, I'm not going to kid you. The challenge is that this guy is old without question. He does not have the normal strength to go out there and campaign. Ah. You know, do rally after rally, conversation after conversation. That's difficult on the campaign trail. But then he said, but Biden doesn't have to be the best campaigner in the world. Just do a good job at president. Well, I think many of us would argue not even pulling that part off.
3: Last night in his news conference, the media asked President Biden, do you personally take responsibility for having those classified documents outside of a designated secure facility in violation of federal law? And here was his answer.
5: I take responsibility for not having seen exactly what my staff was doing. Uh. It goes in and points out. Things that appeared in my garage, things that came out of my home, things that were moved, were moved not by me, but my staff. Mm. but my staff.
2: Joe, Joe. I, it was there by your car. You knew exactly what was there. You, I, I'm I'm positive. You're the one said, yeah, let's take this. Let's take, let's take this. It was out by your car, Joe. Don't blame your staff. So,
1: Mr. Biden, then how did you know where to go to get the material to give to your ghostwriter?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. If
1: you didn't know it was there and your staff did yes. everything, how did you know where to pull that from so that you could relay it to him?
3: And why didn't you immediately call someone at the National Archives and say, I made a mistake. I need to bring these over today. I know it's illegal for me to have these outside of a Mm skiff. 512-836-0590. Stephen is with us in Round Rock. Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Stephen, how are you this afternoon?
9: I'm doing well. And some of these previous callers have stole a little bit of my thunder. I totally agree that Biden is Obama's third term. And if they wait to the last minute and swap him out for Michelle, that'll give Obama his fourth and fifth term in control of the United States of America. The Democrats, they don't do primaries. Remember, they stole it from Bernie the last two rounds and gave it to their selected candidate. This is a perfect plan. They probably had this going for many years.
3: So are you convinced that that is exactly what will unfold, Stephen?
9: I'm yes, I'm very confident that that's the way it's going to go down. They're going to hold him in there as long as possible. They knew about these documents. They gave it to Hurd. Hurd is a plant. He's like supposedly MAGA bull. That's crap. He's not he's not MAGA. He's totally in the tank like like uh the FBI director. He's supposed to be a Republican. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Stephen. 512-836-0590. This was this morning on MSNBC. This is their Department of Justice reporter. Uh this was on Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough and his wife, Mika Brzezinski, are uh friends of President Biden. In fact, it was reported this week that Biden's favorite TV show is Morning Joe, and he has invited Joe Scarborough and his wife, Mika Brzezinski, to multiple events at the White House, and they've had dinner with Vice President Harris, so they're in tight. Uh, Joe Scarborough was ripping into the special counsel for including this information about the president's poor memory. And he was asking MSNBC's Department of Justice reporter,
10: what are your sources at DOJ telling you about all of this. That, in fact, he didn't just find those documents in 2022, as we all thought. He actually found them in 2017, and he's recorded saying that to his ghostwriter. Uh, So why isn't he charging him? Well, he has to explain that. So the explanation is, Joe Biden said he didn't remember. He was recorded saying, I found classified documents in my house in Virginia to the ghostwriter. He's recorded disclosing classified information to the ghostwriter according to this report. But he says he forgot that. So, Rob Hur has to explain that, in fact, the, the larger context is here is that Mr. Biden has forgotten a lot of things. He forgot uh, the dates that he was vice president, according to this report. He forgot at one point during the interview when his son died. He forgot a key figure uh, in, in the Afghanistan debate that he cared a lot about, which side of the debate he was on. And so, Rob Hur felt like he had no choice, I'm told, but to lay out in detail the faults he found with Joe Biden's memory, and explain how that would be perceived in front of a jury, because he's going to have to go up to Congress and justify to a bunch of angry Republicans why Donald Trump is being charged with retaining classified documents, but Joe Biden isn't.
1: That's interesting that you have somebody saying basically, at least this was my takeaway from when I just heard him say, that he was somewhat covering for... Biden by saying he knew all this time, but he forgot that in 2017 that he was doing all this. And so I had to show there's a pattern of not being able to remember, which will not play well in front of a jury. And that's why I'm not moving forward on what actually should be criminal charges. So he was covering. And yet what's coming out of the White House is that this is just an attack on Biden and should never be in there.
2: That's why they should be shut up because you're not indicted and you just got to face the music with with what he reported. They should be glad he's not under indictment for this.
3: 512-836-0590. We'll work in more of your comments coming up just ahead. It's 243 Mark, Melinda and Ed.
0: Mark, Melinda, and Ed are on your radio at 99.7 FM or 590 AM. Now, here are Mark, Melinda, and Ed. It
3: is 247. Thank you for joining us. If you're just touching base, we are discussing all of the fallout from the special counsel report on President Biden's handling of classified documents. And there's a waterfall of information and opinion flowing on this story. We go to Matt in Belton. Hello, Matt. You're on KLBJ.
11: afternoon y'all just wanted to uh, piggyback on something uh, ed was saying before you know if it's a special counsel's job to be the special counsel then it's their job to identify crimes committed and recommend uh uh recommend charges not to make excuses for somebody because they're old i mean last time i checked if you commit a crime unless you're pleading insanity being old and having a bad memory doesn't absolve you from the crime you committed. So if they're supposed to just be the special counsel, then they should just be doing their job, not excusing a guy because he's old.
1: Yeah, right. I, you would think, and, and Mark, you you were right at the very top of this show. They should just keep their mouth shut. So they're making this worse. Listen, it should have just been a report. Yeah, he intentionally took it and intentionally disclosed it to someone who did not have uh, the access or the clearance for it, period.
11: And he's on hes on tape doing it. He's recorded doing it. There's hard evidence showing that he committed a crime and dis- disseminated cl- uh, classified information. And it's like there's two sets of rules. There's If you're a Democrat, you don't get charged. Anyone else gets charged. For charging Trump, there's no proof that he disseminated anything. He was the president. He did have uh, executive authority to declassify stuff. But Biden never was. So... They're going to charge Trump for what seems to be peanuts and then not charge Biden when he's clearly guilty and then make an excuse. Well, he's old. What is this?
3: Matt, there's something else a prosecutor should not do, and that is try to read the mind of a future jury and predict how they're going yeah, that's to rule. A good point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I heard that. that. And that's what he did here. He yeah, he said uh, we have we have the evidence. He willfully did it. We have the photos showing him in possession. We have recordings of him admitting he had them Reading in his possession. It. Yes, <laughs> but yet yeah. I'm going to read the mind of an as yet impaneled jury
1: and decide that they'll think he's too old.
11: Yes. And evil. Well, if it's a DC jury, it's pretty easy to read their minds. That's fair.
3: Yeah. Good point, Matt. Thank you. Have a good afternoon. 512-836-0590. You can call. You can text us. Uh, Chris is in North Austin on KLBJ with Mark, Melinda, and Ed. Hi, Chris. Hey, how are y'all doing? Fine, Chris. Good afternoon.
4: Afternoon. I was just going to weigh in just a little bit and say uh, on the Michelle Obama issue, I really and truly, you know, the a lot of these uh, this Democratic Party thing. These people have no respect for the average
5: American, and
4: they're just going to keep on rolling it. If they, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Uh, Obama's running the scenes behind it. Then just keep it going and keep this uh, vegetable in there for another four years. I think we look for Michelle to show up in twenty
3: twenty eight. All right. Uh, thanks. You have a good afternoon. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Twenty twenty eight. Does
2: that, let's mean, let's not, does that
1: mean Biden will win in twenty twenty
2: four? Well, let's let's not, not be, you know, he's an old man. Let's let's watch with the rhetoric there, partner. That's not nice.
3: Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Fox News contributor, is among the doctors today saying President Biden needs to take a mental exam and the results need to be released to the American public.
1: The the bottom line is, Sandra, he has yet to submit to a full cognitive evaluation, which, as we know, President Trump did that. And any 81-year-old man should be undergoing that. I mean, most medical societies recommend that. And I think it is prudent at this point to have the White House physician and maybe even Jill Biden, who we know as a Ph.D. She's very educated and she is his primary caregiver. She's with him all the time. They should be under oath talking about the mental fitness of the president
3: zero chance that's going to happen. First off,
1: Jill is not a medical PhD. Isn't she just an academia?
3: Yes. Yeah. She has a a doctorate in education. She's not a a medical, not a physician. So
1: I don't really, I hate to say this, care what her input is medically because she's going to stand by her husband as she should, which she has not done by allowing him to be paraded and being used in this manner. So let's just set her aside for a moment. Um, I don't I'm not sure that we need this I think we all can see for ourselves exactly we may not know what the exact diagnosis is but we can see that he's not up to the everyday rigors of what is
2: called is for so for obvious. being a president every day we see it on tv every day
1: well, in one of the comments that the Democrat representative said he, he's, he's obviously not up for or had the strength to go day to day, he also said they made a big mistake by him doing that press conference last night. They should have done it this morning when he was fresh. Yeah. You don't get to make a choice of when you make a big decision when you're the president. If something Uh happens at 2 a.m., that's when you have to respond. Mm -hmm. You don't get to go, well, you know what? I'm getting my eight hours sleep. I'll get back to you when I'm the freshest.
2: That's that commercial. When when the phone rings in the middle of the night, who are you going to trust? And he decided to go out there and have that news conference.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: That was his decision. He could have said... I agree we need to respond, but I'm not sharp right now. Let me wait till tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not
1: my freshest. <laughs> yes,
3: he could have.
1: Which again, does that show that he's not the best decision maker?
3: Yes, it reflects on judgment. Uh, David is with us at 254, Mark, Melinda, and Ed.
4: Hi, how are you today, David? I'm good, I'm good. Um, this is regarding the, the special counsel's report yesterday. Um my thinking would be that that report gives a lot of ammunition to Trump's defense team in Florida to basically dismiss the case based on selective prosecution. I'm not a lawyer, but maybe some of your, of your listeners are. And if that judge is willing to listen to that motion, my witness would be Robert Herr. Um, hmm. Thoughts?
2: That, that's, that's a very good point, because Herr gave him a free pass because of his... Thoughts: The inability to get any kind of conviction with a with a jury, I think that's very interesting. And that, and if I was a Trump lawyer, I'd say, "Yeah, what's going on here? You had the President of the United States on tape uh, breaking the law. What about my man, who says, still says, I had presidential immunity? I can bring these down. So, exactly, it's not over yet. It's not over yet, David. David, thank
3: you. And her is going to say." prosecutorial discretion. We all have it. We make these judgment calls whether to pursue charges or not, but, whether to enter into plea bargain agreements. That discretion is what I used here.
1: Well, isn't it interesting, though, that you would have two appointed special counsels from Dar- uh, from Garland. One moves forward and one chooses not to. One, yes. One decides that the dude's too old for me to move forward with.
3: Yes, And that's why we all need to remember from the very beginning, when Garland appointed her, Garland and her knew at the end of this, they would not recommend criminal charges against Biden under any circumstances. The fix was in from the beginning. However, in the investigation, they found mountains of evidence that warranted criminal charges. Now they were in a mess. How do we explain we're not going to recommend charges? It's the mental deficiencies the bad memory. That's how they decided this is how we justify not charging the guy.
1: Well, and you have to wonder, I think in this case, this ended up probably worse for Biden. Yeah, it, it, it than is He's facing an indictment for yeah. stealing the documents.
2: Yeah, this this it is it is worse because that's all we're hearing today. That's all you're reading today. That's all people are talking about today. Is, is his ability It's cognitive ability. And where does it go next, Ed? I think it goes to, and I know you disagree. Both of you may. I I think there are going to be some Democrats who step up and say, we got to do something right now before it's too late. Because the train, the Trump train is rolling along. And this Biden thing is off the rails once again.
3: 512-836-0590. We have news next. Much more to cover with you. It's Mark, Melinda, and Ed.
0: Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last. Spinal stimulation is an implantable device consisting of two tiny wires connected to a battery that are placed alongside the spine. These wires emit a tiny electronic signal that blocks the pain signal that travels on nerves. Advanced Pain Care, 512-244-4272 or online, austinpaindoctor.com.